0: Two hundred years ago today, Colonel Robert Gibbon Johnson stood on the steps of the Salem courthouse and produced a basket of tomatoes. To the horror of the assembled crowd who believed they were poisonous and not fit for consumption, he bit into one of the ripe red morsels. Johnson had first imported tomato plants to Salem in 1808 and had been offering Salemites a yearly prize for the person who could grow the largest tomato. But, Most people thought they were only ornamental fruits and refused to eat them, believing they were poisonous. Johnson disagreed. To prove they were edible, he had vowed to eat one in public. As they watched, most people expected him to topple over and die. The Salem Fireman's Band even played a funeral march in anticipation. But Johnson consumed the entire basket with no ill effects, proving his point. The stunt elevated the plant from an ornamental to a delicacy, and later a food staple. The tomato has become so much a staple of cuisines worldwide that we find it hard to imagine life without this berry-like fruit, or vegetable if you prefer. The tomato has come a long way, and the tomatoes we eat today are domesticated versions of small wild tomatoes that still grow in South America. Either carried by natural means or by humans, these wild varieties spread north to Central America centuries ago, where they may have been first discovered as early as 500 B.C. The Nahuatl, or Aztec people, who cultivated them as early as 700 A.D., gave them the name Xtomati, and used a recipe that involved mixing tomatoes with salt and chili, which was the first recipe for salsa, I suppose. Some tribes attributed magical powers to the fruit, that people who ate it could have psychic visions. And by the time the Spanish arrived in the Americas in 1521, the tomato was widely eaten across most of Central America and in parts of South America. The Spanish took examples of the plants back to Europe, and the earliest mention of a tomato in European literature comes just a few years later in 1544, when herbalist Pietro Mattioli wrote that they were already being consumed by Italians, who called them pomidoro, or golden apples, suggesting some of the early varieties were yellow. The Italians liked their tomatoes so much with oil and salt and pepper that it would soon transform Italian cuisine as a whole, especially when combined with pasta. The Spanish called them pom de moro, or moor's apples, possibly because they grew well in Moorish parts of Spain. The French called them pommes d'amour, or love apples, possibly because they misheard the Spanish name, or because they believed the tomato had aphrodisiac qualities. It was this myth that they were a sexual stimulant that contributed to the tomato's reputation for being evil which was also aided by the fact that the leaves and stems of the plant are poisonous, and they contain sulfur, giving off a smell often associated with the devil and hell. The tomato leaf also resembles those of poisonous plants such as belladonna or wolfsbane. In 1694, French botanist Joseph Piton de Tournefort gave the tomato the scientific name lycopersicon, meaning wolf's peach because of this alleged evil association. Many Europeans still ate them in small quantities, believing them to have medicinal properties, like other poisons taken in small amounts. By the time Johnson imported his plants to Salem, the poisonous reputation of the plants was widespread, but he helped to put them back on the menu. By the 1830s, recipes for tomato dishes in the U.S. proliferated, and despite another scare involving horned worms infesting the crop, which were thought to impart toxins to the flesh of the tomato, they became increasingly popular. Since that fateful day in 1820 Salem, the lowly viewed tomato has grown to be America's fourth most popular fresh market vegetable, behind potatoes, lettuce, and onions. Today, Americans consume between 22, and 24 pounds of tomatoes per person per year, with more than half of that in the form of ketchup and salsa. A staggering 93% of American home gardeners grow tomatoes. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.